This is the final show in Season 5 of the Digital Download Podcast and the last of 2019. Sort of. In actual fact, it's part one of the final show because once my guest and I started talking, we couldn't really stop. So the real final show will be next week. My guest for this special doubleheader is PR superstar Ginny Dietrich. For the last couple of years, Ginny and I have got together on this podcast to discuss what we can expect to see in the comms industry in the next 12 months. But I received an email from Ginny a few weeks ago saying she'd had a rough year. So we decided to do something a bit different this time around. We decided to be honest. (gasps) So in today's show, we address Ginny's email head on and we discuss why 2019 has been so difficult for a lot of people. We talk about the pressures of managing a business. Late last year, I hired a sales team. As it turns out, I'm not so good at hiring, training, and leading a sales team. (laughs) So it was very expensive. And finally, at the 1st of September, I was like, I can't keep doing this. And I had to to shut that piece of it all down. Conventional marketing tactics no longer working. I'm the queen of content. I blog and I have a podcast and blah, 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 right? Has it resulted in sales? No. (laughs) So, you know, you have to get really, really focused on the things that do work and just get really good at that. And the signs of an impending recession. What we do is a leading indicator of a down economy. And I've just started to see that clients are now saying, okay, we're going to have to put, put this on pause for the next few months while we figure out what's going on. And that, that is exactly what happened in 2008. Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy ride. This is Digital Download, a podcast that explores the latest thinking in digital communications, PR, and social media. Here's your host, Paul Sutton. So welcome back, old friend. Old friend. (laughs) You're saying old because I gave you a hard time on Twitter by saying old in length of time we've known one another, not old in age. But then I, I I don't know how old you are actually, and I'm not going to ask you because it's not polite to ask a lady her age, is it? But not, um, right. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm I'm older than you by several years actually. Well, so, I'm going um, to say that you are, whether you are or not. Well, aren't you 21 again this year? Aren't you? I'm 30. All right, 30. Oh, 30. Right, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, thank you for coming back on. This is oh the, my gosh, it's my pleasure. The third time you've been on this podcast now, yeah. um, and back by demand, I have to say, back by demand this time, because I did have a couple of people approach me and ask me if we were going to do a kind of end of year show again. So um, I think that's the first time I've had requests to have the same guest nice. back on. That's awesome. So uh, yeah, it is good. <laughs> so yeah, we, we haven't talked for quite a while, and I know we, we were going to do a show which was about trends looking forward right which we've done the last couple of years and then i had an email from you which i assume went to quite a lot of people but you said that you had been having a rough year <laughs> and there, there were two things that struck me about it the first was i've had a rough year too in certain senses people have yeah right absolutely yeah. and so i kind of it changed my mind and thought 
do you know what? Maybe we should talk about that stuff rather than being all happy clapper about, oh, yes, everything's great, isn't it marvellous? Because people I speak to are suffering a bit. So I thought, okay, well, we could do that. But the other thing that I really admired from that was actually you were willing to be honest and open about it, which, again, most people aren't, are they? No one wants to really admit that they've had a rough year and they're suffering a bit. Do you think that's the case? I think that's the case. I, I you know, I as, especially if there's, I think, a cultural thing where, you know, people say, well, how are you? And our immediate response is fine or good yeah. or well, or, you know, nobody ever says, oh, I'm no. miserable. <laughs> Right, absolutely. Which maybe, well, I don't know. Maybe you don't want to hear people say that because of the like, okay, yeah. okay. How do I handle this? With that in mind, how are you, Ginny? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually great. It has been a really rough year. Um, yeah, I think just and and we can talk about why, but it's been rough just because there's there's been so much that. I've not been able to figure out. And there's also this piece of it where women want to have it all. And then we get it all and we're like, holy crap, I'm now raising kids and running a household and running a business and trying to keep myself in shape and like all this stuff. I have it all, but it's a lot. Do you think that, I mean, it it does seem that that pressure is on women as well. Uh, You know, as a man, I don't, feel that pressure I guess I I want to be there for my family I want my wife to be happy I want my business to do well but I don't feel that that is falling on me do you know what I mean by that yeah I mean I think it's a cultural thing I just don't I think that we've come really far but we haven't come far enough yet and you know women are still expected and this isn't this is a gross generalization this is not in every situation but women are still expected to be the default parent. So we're the ones that are picking up from school, taking to school, um, you know, doing after school activities, all that kind of stuff. And men get to focus on their jobs. And like I said, I think that's a gross generalization, but it still hasn't changed enough that every single person out there has a 50-50 equitable relationship. And do you think that's, uh, all right, from your perspective then, do you think, it's you putting that pressure on yourself oh, or sure. do you think it, you don't think it's external people expecting that of you. It's just the way you perceive uh, the world. I should think it's, see a, you. it's a combination. Um, okay. Yeah, I think it's a combination. I mean, a really good example of it is the school where my little girl goes to school. I'm in the minority that I work. And so right. the expectation that I can be available at, you know, three o'clock in the afternoon for stuff is pretty high. I can't be available at three o'clock in the afternoon. And it's asinine in 2019, going into 2020, into an entirely new decade that that's that's the the expectation. But that is definitely the expectation. Yeah. So when you said you had a rough year, were you referring to that pressure that you've put on yourself? Or was it a combination of how your business has been doing? Or I mean, what was behind that? It's a combination. I mean, my my husband is traveling the country right now, and he's gone four or five days a week. So there's a lot on that from that end where I am managing everything on my own. But also, I late last year, so October ish last year, um, I hired a sales team. As it turns out, I'm not so good at 
hiring, training, and leading a sales team. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, it was very expensive. And finally, at the first of September, I was like, I can't keep doing this. And I had to, I had to shut that piece of it all down because right. I was spending too much money. I couldn't figure out it's just not my skill set and okay like i i can sell but i couldn't figure out how to teach what i do intuitively to salespeople. right that must so, have been yeah. tough it's not fun so how did you kind of address that so you got through the year to september say mm -hmm. were things building up i'm assuming things must have been building up to that point for sure yeah you just yeah, make yeah. a decision and you got to make a change yeah um i mean was your business suffering as a result of oh that, yeah or, yeah right what financially because you're having to pay people who weren't returning that because you couldn't teach them to return that financially and not only that but i was investing money in you know things like facebook ads and instagram ads and you know yeah. funnel type stuff from a paid perspective i was investing all that so that i could feed leads to them and then the leads weren't converting at the level that we had anticipated and so it's just yeah. You know, I think looking back and they say hindsight is twenty twenty for a reason, but looking back a year later, I think I was really naive and I was far too optimistic about what we could achieve. And I was also far too optimistic about my ability to coach a sales team because it's a different personality. It's a different skill set. And I don't have right. that. Yeah, it's interesting. So we're going back then to you said that you sort of decided to do that October last year, 2018. Yep. Was 2018 a good year for you? It was. It was a very good year. And we had the money to invest. So we did. Right. And now we don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting because I have almost the reverse of that, where my 2018 was bad and it got worse and worse and worse as the year went on to the point where about the time that you were doing so well that you hired people to to press this, I was going through a spell where, actually, do you know what? I, I was considering closing my business and, no going, and getting, going and getting a real job. <laughs> I wow. don't want a real job. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it, it literally got to the point where about that time, October 2018, I had made a decision that if things didn't pick up in about three months, that I would be looking for a job quickly as well. But I mean, I was fortunate in that, I don't know, things just turned around very quickly. And I had some business come in that had been, you know, you know, you get these leads that just mm -hmm. sit there forever. Mm -hmm. So some of those mm -hmm. ticked over. Mm -hmm. I had a couple of big inquiries that came in. I did a bit of, you know, going around asking people and all that sort of stuff, everything I think of. Sure. And suddenly, suddenly it sort of took off in November and hasn't slowed down since. So I've had 12 months absolutely full on. So it's almost the opposite to the way you've seen That's it, which funny. is quite interesting. It is. It's weird. So are you seeing any slowdown right now or clients, current clients pulling back it at all? No, no. And this is the thing. Um, I, I know you wrote a post about recession, which maybe we'll come on to, and seeing the signs of of recession coming from from your experiences of what you're seeing from clients i am not seeing that at the moment fingers crossed touch wood everything i can do and are you going into 2020 with a full docket well uh, relatively mm -hmm. i mean i'm taking december off sure. which again we'll, we'll come Good to the reasons you. why but uh, so i'm taking a break because i need a break and i'm now getting inquiries for january february 
next year. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a, as a consultant, I only ever look two or three months ahead. I can't sure. see further. Than you that. can't see further than that. Yeah. So, for me to in in middle of November be almost full in January already is is a good sign. But I, I think that's probably unusual. I think more people are experiencing what you are seeing of people being very unsure and right. holding back and not signing things off. Right. And I, it's funny because you are in the same situation that we are in the U.S. where everything is oh, yeah. not exactly glory days. No, it's awful. It is awful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it really is bad. Interesting. So what do you think... What did you do late 2018 other than, you know, asking about projects and things like that? What else did you do? Was it a mindset shift or was it really focused and proactive new business development or what was it? I think it was the last. Well, I think it was a bit of both, actually, okay. because I reached a point where I thought I, I'm going to give this three months and that's it. I've got three months worth of right. cash right. effectively. So my mindset had to change and not not think, oh, it'll it'll come because you know you have a tendency to go, oh, it'll it'll change. Sure. But because of that mindset, I then set about just talking to people more and being honest with a few people and saying, look, I'm, I I need some work. Has anyone got any work? Sort of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so a few things came in off the back of that. But then that that only explains that first initial hit, if you like, right, the first right. maybe three months. What's happened since then? I can't really explain it. I mean, I'm very happy it's happened, but I wish I had the secret to say, yes, do this, but I don't because I don't know. I, my, my business has changed a lot in the last year in terms of what the sort of things I'm doing and where it's coming from. But again, I, I couldn't say, well, I, I did X and it resulted in Y particularly, you know? Is it mostly referrals and word of mouth or is it? No, no. And that's the, that's the odd thing is that prior to that, it had been. Uh-huh. And now I'm getting a lot, lot, lot more cold business. No kidding. People ringing me, you know, as a result of, I mean, I have a, I have a high search ranking on Google for sure. certain search terms yep. now. Yep. And that has helped me no end. That is where most of my business comes from nowadays. That's, and it's yeah. not tiny little clients either. You think, well, you know, you, you're going to get small businesses, tiny businesses who find you on Google. It's not, it's. It's some major corporations and, and, and multinationals and blue chips that, you know, so it's, it's yeah, it, it's difficult to explain. It so really it's is. it's kind of a combination of longer term content SEO and yeah. some proactive, hey, I need some work. Yeah, but the hey stuff I haven't been doing for a long time now. Interesting. So uh, the, the way I think of it is, yes, it is, it's long term content building through blogging and and making sure my website is extremely well optimized and i launched a new website in the summer mm-hmm. i saw it because i linked to it the other day i was like how did you? yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was very nervous i can't tell you how nervous i was about launching that because you know i didn't want to yeah. upset google i so understand I'm like, oh my yeah. god yeah uh, but it, it seems to have done it good not not hit it <laughs> so it's almost you know i've been waiting three or four months to see it nosedive but it hasn't done so so that's good that's great and yeah so i, I see it as a, as a as a long-term content i mean this podcast is pretty much now the only form of marketing i'm doing so are you not doing your event anymore yes yeah, so i do that oh, you do. um okay. i do that in um it was in may this may. year which okay. went extremely well but it's not like I'm running, I don't know, like you said, Facebook ads or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm doing PR for myself. 
um you know there's lots of things that i i'm not i'm not writing a blog anymore i don't write anymore so there's lots of things that i could and should be doing that i'm Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. but maybe maybe that goes to show that the way marketing works has changed has changed yeah it's completely changed i actually have a blog post running well as of this recording it'll be november 21st um but it, it, it talks exactly like that, that you don't have to do more content marketing. You don't have to yeah. do blogging. You don't have to, you don't have to do it all. Just do one thing really well. Absolutely. It's, to- Absolutely. it's completely changed. No, I totally agree with that. It's, it's a lot of the, I, I kind of think a lot of conventional marketing stuff. Yes. I, I don't know whether it doesn't work, but it doesn't work so well, at least. That's yes. That's the way I'd see it. Yeah. And I think getting really focused on the things that do work. I mean, like you, you know. I'm the queen of content. I blog and I have a podcast, blah, 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 blah. Right. Has it resulted in sales? No. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, you know, you have to get really, really, and this goes for us as well as our clients. You have to get really focused on the things that do work and just get really good at that. And is that what you're focusing on for, for next year then? Is that the way you're thinking? Lordy, I hope so. (laughs) I think I've learned my lesson. Yeah. Yeah. We've gone, I would say we've gone back to basics too, um, Uh because they work, they work. So I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. Facebook ads generate a ton of qualified and very warm leads, but Mm -hmm. you have to have, you have to have the structure and process to back it up. Otherwise, you know, you're, you have all these leads and you can't do anything with them. And that's what we learned this year. Yeah. So with the with the sort of business shortfall you were you were talking about or referring to then what what did you do to address that over the last I don't know three or four months? Oh, I keep I keep saying I feel like I'm running a sprint that never ends, and people keep throwing trash in my way to try to keep get me to trip, and I'm like, nope, finish line, finish line, December twentieth, yeah. finish do you line. Know what? I so I understand that analogy, I really do. <laughs> yeah. It feels that way, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, it yeah. really does. I mean, I, I, I've had people say to me that they, they feel like they're kind of running on empty, but have to keep going, yeah, you know, yeah. because at least until Christmas, you have this, it's almost a, a, a tape there, isn't it, that you all get through. It is, um, December 20th. I'm getting, well, you can be November 30th, but for me, it's December 20th. I'm getting there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> How is the, the, the business climate in general in the States? At the you moment? know, it's interesting. And you alluded to this um, about the article I wrote about the recession. I am, I, what we do is a leading indicator of a down economy. And I'm starting to see over and over and over again. And people have been talking about this all year where uh, a lot of our clients own agencies and they have all year been saying, you know, clients no longer want to do retainers. They're they're pulling back and giving us project work. But, you know, to your point, you're running an agency on three months, cash flow projections instead of a year, which is what we're accustomed to doing from, you mm-hmm. know, rate retainers. Um, so they're seeing that. And I've just started to see in the last, oh, probably since the middle of October, that clients are now saying, okay, we're going to have to put put this on pause for the next few months while we figure out what's going on. And that, that is exactly what happened in 2008, exactly what happened at this time of year. So I don't know. I mean, the economy is not tanking from a wall street perspective. So I don't know if people are just being cautious, overly cautious because, you know, the great recession was only 10 years ago. And so it's, 
it's still right there in the rearview mirror for many of us who got through that. And so I don't know if it's that because the economists are talking about it. And so people are starting to tighten their belts just in case, or if it truly is a leading indicator that I don't know, but I do see that, that people are starting to say, okay, let's kind of pull back on this a little bit and see. But at the same time, this last month and a half has been our busiest in probably two years. So, okay. Yeah. Do you, so, you, I mean, obviously your hope is that's not an anomaly. That's the start of something, but you can't tell at the moment. No, I don't know. I mean, I, like, I literally had a client email me this morning and say, "Ugh, a cl- we've had three clients asked to put us on pause for the next three months. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Not good. That's not good. No. And that definitely what is what happened in 2008. Is it making you nervous about the business for next year? I'm not nervous yet. I'm definitely watching and I've definitely, especially since, since September started to put some stop gap, gaps in place to prepare because I'm, I'm seeing this. Right. Um, but we also have, for, uh, for me, for my agency, we have clients who prepay. Okay. So we're in good shape for next year, which I recommend if a client will do that, I highly recommend it. But yeah, so I'm I'm not nervous yet, but I'm definitely watching and trying to look in my crystal ball and 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 staying prepared for sure. Yeah. There was a report out in the UK. I don't know how wide this went. Um literally last week from the International Communications Consultancy Organization. That's a mouthful, isn't it? Anyway, the chairman of the ICCO he was quoted in this this uh, press release as saying, and I quote, the PR industry faces the future in fine shape. Growth, optimism, and profitability have become the norm. I, <laughs> I don't know. I can't express quite how depressed it made me to read that because I guess that's just not what I'm seeing and yeah. when I'm talking to people. What, do you think that's way way too optimistic or is it just me being a cynical no i think that's really optimistic and nobody else is saying that the economists aren't saying that everybody that i've talked to is seeing something different what 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 struck me is is from someone senior in that sort of organization shouldn't they be more realistic about the things you're talking about you know you're saying well actually do you know what there there are signs of recession now this may not happen in 12 months it might right. be 24 months but it's going to happen right. because the the economy cycles we right. know this right so why aren't we being more realistic and pragmatic about stuff you know well and literally every economist is saying it's coming um i I don't know if you know chris penn from trust insights but he he pulls data and he shows like this the cycle is coming so and he's not an economist but he can show from a data perspective that it's coming so like i said to your point i don't know if it's in the next 12 the next 18 the next 24 months but it also that quote also makes me wonder what we're missing (laughs) Right. Are we missing something? Are we being too cynical? <laughs> yeah, and exactly. I get accused of being cynical all the time, all the time. <laughs> and and every time I have this reaction, I'm like, is it just you being cynical again? But I don't think it is really in this case. I don't think it is either. I, I don't think so either. I think if you and I felt that way and we didn't have data or the economists 
saying it at the same time, then I we would be being cynical. But but you're you're not a cynical person, really. Are you? I know you say you are, but you're not really, are you? It can be pretty cynical. <laughs> <laughs> I always think of you very positive and and uplifting. I work, I work very hard at that. <laughs> I think if I'm overly tired or stressed, I'm definitely the cynicism comes out. <laughs> Next week, Ginny and I get personal. It's been really rough, but in September I was like, I can't, I can't live like this anymore. You've, you've got to figure this out. Like, put, put your big girl pants on and figure this out. I don't mind admitting that for the last month or so, I have been suffering from burnout. The, the clinical signs of burnout, which is, is very, well, it affects all of you. It's not just mental, it's physical and emotional. Right, and right. It's, it's quite nasty. But we finish off on an altogether more positive note, looking at how 2020 might pan out for those prepared to adapt and change. Tune in next Wednesday for part two. You can subscribe to Digital Download on iTunes, Google Podcasts or wherever else you get your podcasts. And if you've got any ideas for future topics you'd like to see covered or people you'd like to hear from, contact me on Twitter where I'm at the Paul Sutton. Thank you for listening.